This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. And don't you forget it. Um, what's this week's roundup, Britain? So this week we have Natalie Mills, uh, owner of Moonlight Lace Boutique and also just amazing woman, mother, snowboarder. Yeah. She does it all. She um, is the joy of life. I truly adore this person so much. She's the one we always talk about with our, we do our like car calls. Yes. She's like, whenever you're driving, like that's the only time we have to talk. So she'll like give us a call. I haven't gotten one. It's her busy season. So I haven't gotten one from her in a minute. Yeah. She's been really busy, Um, but she's just such a great human and such a good friend. And like, I mean, we meet so many people Ugh. in our businesses, which is so awesome. And I love meeting each and every one of them, but a few of them become like your true friends, yeah. you know, and that's that type of person that you just want in your life. And she's loyal and she communicates. And I just, you and know she's where kind. she stands. Yeah. She's so kind. And like, again, we talk about like alignment with the people in your lives. And it's like, I have so many business owner friends now that help propel me forward. Mm-hmm. And it's all comes down to the kindness of those people. And like they, we all have the same goals in mind. And like my favorite thing that she talks about on this is like how customer centered she is. Yes. How she really, really everything that she does in her business is just making sure that the customer is happy and making sure that even if they don't end up with a dress from her, uh, for that she sells, she has a bridal boutique and also she has a front of house boutique. That's like for, she's the only place in Reno that you can get the top of the line bikinis mm-hmm. all year long. And, um, she has like event where that's like, you know, party late night. I she just get is, all my event where like every wedding that I went to this summer, last summer, I wore a moonlight lace dress. Yeah. I actually have the same dress in multiple colors. Cause it's just like, it works. I think I know exactly the one that you're talking about. Is it the one with like the little ruffle on the yeah, shoulder? Yeah. It's like a low. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Spicy. We have Brie here today. My best friend Brie. And she's just like raised her hand. She's like, me too. I have that same dress. Yes. We all love Nat so much. So Anyway, but her whole point is that she, even if you don't get a dress from her, she just wants to make sure that you feel the best that you do on your wedding day. Mm -hmm. And she just wants to make the dress buying process as seamless as possible for the customer. And I love that about her. Yes. And also make the bride feel like they're wearing the dress that they should be wearing. Mm -hmm. She'll get into her story. You guys, it's so amazing. Yeah. um, yeah, I love that. I'm so excited to have her on. Yeah. And I don't remember the term that we were supposed to use for this, but, um, she, was like a competitive snowboarder yeah in a past life yep we get into all the brands that she was sponsored by yep and you know we love an athlete on this podcast yeah and the olympics are on so it's like perfect timing yep so um little bum that jamie anderson did not take the gold i know for the third year in a row but um she's such a badass yeah zoe sadowski is just crushing it right now i remember i watched her for the first time last year at natural selection and she just like annihilated it and she just she's gonna be around for a while doing yeah. good things she's gonna be the next jamie anderson i think so wow good for her 
And we still had an American get second place. Right. I mean, we want that gold, but Jamie's been so inspiring. And from South Lake Tahoe, like it's so amazing. There were 12 12 athletes in the Olympics, all from Tahoe. So much pride. I mean, not to be like really braggy, but we're pretty cool here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to be like, but like, she's my friend. But like also, I I know know her. her. I don't know any of these people. I just support them. Yeah. Cheering y'all on. Um, how are you? What's going on? How was your week? Week is great. Um, we are hustling. Ooh. So worked all weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Um, tried to take some time off yesterday, but like it's really hard to make Monday your off day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just realizing that because everyone else is working. So I just tried to take like an hour to chill. It didn't really work out, but it's it's all good. I'm so excited um for just everything this month. I am speaking at a YPM. YPN. Yeah. YPN. Did I say M? Young Professionals Network. Yeah. So that's like a thing. I'm doing that tomorrow. So I have to prepare for that. And um, I'm excited and like honored that they would ask me. I was kind of like, wait, you you don't want me to just come? And they're like, no, we want to hear your story. And I was like, okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, (laughs) like, you don't want to hear my story. Like, really, you don't. But We'll see how it goes. It'll be fun. I mean, um, you've done good things. Like, give yourself some credit there. Medium. You mm, you have three businesses right now. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's like a thing. And you Thanks. were, you're a Hall of Famer. Thanks. And you were a professional athlete. So. Well, yeah. I mean, how Natalie feels about professional athlete, you will get into it. So you'll hear. But yeah. I know. But I would like to also say that now, just because it, we're old and our generation didn't get this, this opportunity, NCAA, those yeah. kids are getting paid these days I to know. do shit. So that's you. That's so badass. I'm so happy for the athletes, but I think it's going to hurt schools like Nevada, which kind of sucks. But so fun fact is that actually the schools are trying to find a way to take a percentage from the profits of whatever the athletes are making. Messed up. It's not though, because when you think about it, they would never be known if it weren't for the college and the colleges need to have funding as well. Yeah. And a lot of those kids are getting, um, scholarships, right? So they're paying the kid to go to school. So it's like, if you're getting sponsored outside of, you know, the college, then you're for sure on a full ride. So you're doubling up. I mean, it's kind of cut out for schools like, you know, the sec, the big name schools. So like schools like Nevada, it hurts big time. So Yeah. I get that. How was your week? Um, my week was, well, last week was weird. I cried a lot. It was a fucking weird experience because I don't cry. It's not, I'm <laughs> it not a cry. Like a weird experience. <laughs> I, people were freaked out, like literally so freaked out. They did not know. My mom is sweet baby angel that she is because I have not in my life like done these, this, I have not cried at this level. I don't think ever in my life. It's healthy apparently yeah that's what everybody kept saying to me except for my mom she was like didn't know how to handle it so she would she got this like she gets this cute like little panicky voice that she does and she was like she's like so 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 all you have to do is just be strong and i'm like (laughs) okay did you you google that (laughs) i know i was like so i would love to be strong in this moment but i can't stop crying for longer than an hour. So if you could just, if you could not just chill, I'll be strong tomorrow, mom. Yeah. But it was wild. Cause my dad came through, which is not first time in my life. This is the first time in my life. I've had like two parents at the same time, which is weird. Cause my dad is an alcoholic 
So he's been sober 10 years now. And so growing up, I did not have two parents to go to. And so for this, it was such a weird to be supported by both was like the most incredible experience. Obviously my girlfriends like Brie was there. Everybody, you were there. MD was there. (laughs) MD. Yeah. Everybody came through, but I'm feeling a lot better. I mean, I've been getting a lot of hate. Like my past wants to come back and like bite me in the ass a little bit. But what I've realized is that you could focus on all the negative things. Like we had an experience on Saturday where I got some like gnarly hate from just somebody who knows like a friend of a friend, like basically it was a personal thing. And they went on and like just annihilated my business on Facebook, like just Mm. said horrible things about Haven and Flux. And, and it was all like this person who's bought several of my candles, like they, they've said they loved their, my candles to my face and then went on because this person is not getting their way anymore. And in order to like hurt me and my friend, they went on and did this on my, it was like the only way they could get to us because we had to block this person. Like it's a, it's a very toxic situation. Mm-hmm. Point being, I could have focused on that because I woke up and I was like, fuck this, fuck everybody. Yeah. Like, this is so hard. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want, I hate being the man in the arena. Like I hate it. I want to get out. And you were like, no, that's not how it goes. I show up to an event for Amy, who we've ha- we're going to have on as well from Breathe Bar and for Britain to support them. And I show up and literally everybody just wrapped their arms around me and they're like, uh, not going to happen. Everybody in the room went on Facebook, like did all these nice we things left for me. Of you immediately. And you didn't ask one person too. We all no. just were like, mm, I just, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I just shared my story and I had a moment where I was like, I, one person I've been focusing on these one, these individual, one individual, there's been several of them, but like experiences where they come and they say hateful things to me and they make me feel bad about myself. These people are from my past. Like you don't get to have access to me anymore. And I just feel super grateful that I like built that. I have these beautiful people in my life who support me so tirelessly. Um, and And nobody's don't get, nobody's don't get booed. Nobody's don't get booed. And I'm just, again, super, it's a scary experience that we're going through right now because I can't defend my character like out loud to everybody in the neighborhood, but, <laughs> but it is what it is. And I'm grateful for all of these experiences and I'm, I'm happy and I'm lucky and there's more good than there is bad. So it's just like focusing on those things and like getting jacked about it. Yeah, for sure. And well, I just did a muscle. Seems thing. like you are in a great place this week. So the crying worked. you, you know, you're thriving. Yeah. And we have Nat on, which is going to be the best show ever. One of the people who supported me. So yep. here she is, Nat Mills, you guys. I hope you enjoy. Let's jump into it. So, Britt, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the Automobile Museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha- it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want, they have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you like need a little break or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep.
You can find tickets at the uh, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health? Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures as we've talked about on the podcast before, and we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus your candles smell so good and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all can head to havenandflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy. Britain, who are we putting on blast this week? I'm personally very excited. Me too. Today we have Natalie Mills joining us and we are pumped. Natalie owns Moonlight Lace, a bridal and boutique in Midtown. And not only is she a successful businesswoman, she's a visionary, an extremely talented snowboarder, a loving mother and wife. She has the most chill temperament. Mm -hmm. Can we agree on that? 100,000%. With an always look at the bright side attitude. Mm Mm-hmm. She's a let's talk it out on the phone instead of text girl. How many phone calls have we gotten? <laughs> so from many, her? so many. She and she is always wanting to have a wine night with us. Yes, which, which we love. haven't given her yet. I have had a wine night with Nat. Oh, fuck me. It is. And it was great. Um, she's the biggest cheerleader of those close to her. Mm-hmm. And I felt that firsthand yep. with just my business and Murdoch's hats. And it was made my heart explode. She is one badass woman. Nat was born in Toronto, Canada, but has lived all around the world, including New Zealand and Argentina. Um, A friend and her love for snowboarding moved her to Tahoe in 2010, where she boarded and was sponsored by many brands you will recognize, including Capita, Union Bindings, 32 Boots, Etnies, Dragon, Bonfire, and Dekine. I guess you could say the girl was legit. Pretty legit. She graduated to quit. Seriously. I I mean, I don't, I don't know snowboarding like language. So I was like, the girl can board, the girl can ride. I don't know. I don't know what you would say, but anyways, um, she graduated with a kinesiology degree and took one year post-grad MBA classes. She met her husband who was also a snowboarder and they settled in Reno and have the cutest son named Carter. Carter, We are so blessed that she stayed here in Reno and we can't wait to get into the details about her amazing business. Nat, thank you so much for being here. Let's get started. Okay. Before we get started, sorry, I hate to like off track, but that's my job here is to take us off the rails. (laughs) And so I really just quickly want to go through a list of some of Nat's accomplishments because I swear to God, I've never met anybody like her and she's so humble. And you guys like, she forgot. God, she forgot about this whole chapter in her life like because that's how big of a badass she is and I love snowboarding and I'm like getting back into it after a long period of time and when I first met her I was like this chick is way too cool like I can't be around her she's like way too cool for me but she's so honestly so humble so chill so mm-hmm. wonderful so let me talk to you guys really quickly about the things that she's done in her life okay Just from snowboard accomplishments alone, she had a season where she won every contest she entered. Okay. One first place. 
Yeah, one. She took the whole thing. Okay. She wrote Nelly number one. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, she was invited to Snowboarders Miss Super Park and Trans World's team challenge. Um, she's been invited to go on an editorial trip for a magazine Damn. with snowboarding. Damn. She's been invited to go to a national team training camp. Like represent the United States of America. That is a dream. That's huge. I was in Canada at the time. So it was well, right. represent. Team. I'm sorry. Just representing an entire country. country. Yeah. yeah. Let's call that for what it is. She coached. She was coached by some of the best snowboarders in Argentina every summer. I coached with them. You coached with them. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So she wow. was a coach. Yeah, I was a coach down in our. You're going to teach me some things this year because I really need help. <laughs> I'm like very uh, much getting back into it after 15 years. Um, And then just for life, like I went to a fashion institute. Okay. And that is not to say it was a small thing. Like it was a hard thing. And I worked through the entire thing. This woman was a sponsored snowboarder while getting her degree when her sports were taking off. Like, I can't even imagine trying to be an athlete, like a sponsored athlete while also getting a degree. Then she went back to school to complete her business post-grad certificate program. Then she bought a house in Reno in 2015. Then she became a mom, which also like biggest accomplishment of life. And Carter is like the sweetest angel of life. He is so cute. He is so shy. And I also feel kind of bad for him with you and Adam being so good at snowboarding because you guys are <laughs> going to be like, let's go get on the hill. But he's already on it all the time, isn't he? Yeah. We started, he was three or just before he turned three. Oh my gosh. But does he ride the chairlift? Yeah. How cute. But we don't push him into it. Like if he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to go. I think, um, see, that's a chill temperament. We're talking many, about it. You know, where parents force you into something that yeah. you really, and then you don't like it anymore. I yeah. hope he loves the mountain his whole life. So, Aww. um, it, yeah, I love that. And then just one of the last, but probably not the last to come that she just <laughs> recently. And when I say recently, like air quotes, it's been a year. Um, she opened moonlight lace, which is a bridal boutique and like a whole amazing, beautiful, like retail space in the front that you can shop all year long. Oh, thank you. Yay. Guys. You're a pretty big deal, girl. Okay. So that's I'm, Nat I'm and blushing. she's here with us, which yeah. we're honored to have you. We're going to make her wildly uncomfortable. I'm already uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. So we kind of already got into this, but can you tell us what you did before you started Moonlight Lace? Um, so like right before, right before it, I was working at Sierra Nevada college up in Tahoe. Um, but before that career of kind of five years, um, like you said, I was snowboarding and serving and bartending to pay the bills. <laughs> You were, so you never had to pay for gear or anything like that, but you were just like to live the life that you wanted to live. You worked as well. Yeah. So I got all my gear for free from like the sponsors that you said. And then I got travel budgets from my sponsors to be able to go on trips and no big do things like that, but I never got a paycheck. So that's why, um, you know, that's like a different level of what's a Jamie Anderson situation. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was always snowboarding and bar or snowboarding, serving and bartending to kind of make money, especially in the off season. Yeah. I mean, that just how, that's how it is for anybody who has an off season. I think of like, I dated a pipeliner for a second. And like that was his thing for a second. <laughs> One second. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, what made you start moonlight lace? Like give us a little bit of insight into the wet, like why wedding dresses? Like what, brought you to bridal. Yeah. So I think when I was engaged and like obviously kind of setting the tone, I had moved 
uh, from Whistler to Tahoe, very much like that, um, in that snowboard world. And I just remember people getting married at that time. And I like dreaded the thought of like going wedding dress shopping and what was available. There wasn't really this new push of like non-traditional wedding dresses and boutiques and stuff. So it was very like nauseating to see like what brides kind of had to pick from. So that just like planted a little seed. I wasn't even really thinking bridal at the time when I was snowboarding at all. But then when I was engaged and I went around to different stores you know, I kind of, and there was, so this was about five years ago, there was that push of kind of like new non-traditional stores and all that kind of stuff. So I was traveling for work. So I just would go to all these different stores and try on dresses, which is probably not what you want to do. Cause you get more confused, but I did learn like some stores had great service, but didn't really have like the style of dresses mm-hmm. I was in, in or I was into. And then other stores would have rad designers, but the staff weren't very friendly yeah. or, you know, it just didn't, I didn't feel comfortable. So I kind of took all those elements and I knew I wanted to bring it to like Reno and Tahoe, take all these rad designers and unique styles, but with amazing service. So, um, that's what I, and I, I kind of tabled it. I thought maybe once I got married, this would fade away, but it just kept coming back to bridal. And then even when I was pregnant, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to want to open a kid's store next. But it always kept coming back to bridal. Like, I'm like, I could care less about kids' clothes. Right. But if someone got engaged, I'm like, oh, my God, what's she going to wear? Where's she going to go shopping? Like, what's her experience going to be like? So it was like a testament that that was, it wasn't just like an obsession while I was engaged. It continued on. And I just knew there was the need for it down here to have like something different. I mean, seriously, because we've always had to go. I mean, I didn't dress shop here. Granted, mine didn't work out. I didn't want to get dressed into a dress at all. <laughs> I wanted to wear a white tux and everybody was like, what? Like one of those sexy <laughs> with like no shirt underneath. I, yeah. Like a my side moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me live. And everybody was like, no, 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 no. She needs to be in like a ball gown. And then I was, um, and I what pretty much was. And then you where did you shop for yours? I mean, I had kind of a crazy dress shopping experience that we don't really need to get into, but um, I ended up loving my dress and I'm really glad that I went through with it. But Nat, I just think this is so amazing. I, You saw the need in the market and then you followed through with it because how many times do people see a need in a market or like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that was a bad experience and I wish that, you know, Reno or I wish that our world had blank. Yeah. Oh, totally. So I, that I is it, so cool. I hear it all the time too. And I mean, you guys were probably the same at different phases in your life and you'd be like, oh my gosh, I have this idea, mm-hmm. but maybe you're in high school or college, right. like you're not going to do it. And then but someone it like else burns goes inside of you. it and then you're like, oh, that was my idea. Yeah. Yeah. But no, actually the entrepreneur is the one that like raises the money and actually goes through with it and puts it all out on the line. Like, yeah, yeah we have great ideas all the time, but the person that kills it is the one that actually takes a plunge and goes for it. Yep. Well, it takes the risk. It takes the risk yeah. and works tirelessly to get it open. Like how hard is it to even get to the first day where you're open? It's insane the steps yeah. that you have to go through in the roadblocks, but you just continue to go over those obstacles, right? Yeah. To get to the next day. And that's truly what business is. But you have obviously done such a great job. You've been in business for two years now. And you went, both of you guys went through <laughs> the hardest year in your first year pandemic, pandemic life, life. <laughs> oh man so I yeah I honestly and I just want to say something really quick because I don't know if our listeners know this but my background is in 
retail sales. So I worked with, I was a wholesale director for a jewelry company. I've worked with thousands and thousands of Britons wearing them right now. I've worked with thousands and thousands of retailers all over the country. And what I can say with all honesty is that Nat has created a space that is not only welcoming, like it's the one place I love to go shopping because your price points aren't like you have a high price point. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. A lot of people offer a high price point and you walk into that store and you're not getting the customer service that you deserve. Right. The styles are not like making any sense to what, like the buying doesn't make sense according to like what the demographic is that you've picked. You know, your customer through and through, and you have picked not only clothing, that pairs back to like your, your ability to buy is incredible because when I come into your store, it makes sense all throughout the year. And I know you always say like, Oh, I'm seasonal. I'm seasonal. I don't think that you are because it's the only place in Reno, Nevada that you can buy bikinis all year long. And it's the best bikinis that you can buy. Yes. And if you're trying to quality, yeah, the quality is like top of the line. And if you're trying to tell me that people in Reno, Nevada, Tahoe area don't need bikinis in January and February. You're fucking out of your mind. We hot tub, we're taking trips. Like we're constantly moving all over the place and vacation season. It's vacation season. And you have created a space for that. Growing up, there wasn't, you would go to Dillard's and there would be like two options and you'd just be like, cool, 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 cool. Right. Britain, tell us what BLFT is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop. The Biggest Little Fashion Truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why, confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire. Or we have a storefront, the Babe Cave. We just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us. Shop us online at the Babe Cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town. We can't wait to see you. And a little something special we have for you. Use promo code BOB20 for 20% off your purchase online. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be shopping today. So she brought that to Reno. She brought that to Reno in addition to accessories, in addition to like modern bridal event wear. That's so I love Nat store because I can go in there and like, if you want to look 10 out of 10 for an event and get something that is just good quality, like a dress that you can wear a classic gown that you can wear over and over. Like I, I go to Moonlight Lace. I have far too many of the dresses there, but, um, and you, that wasn't something that we had here. And with great service. Like, yes. I yes. think that's the hard part at that price point. You know, everything, um, these are brands that are $100, $200. Yeah. And other stores might have it in other places, but they weren't always the friendliest. Or And right. so I that was number one when I was hiring was that the staff would be friendly. You can mm-hmm. teach them everything else. You can teach them how to use the POS, but you can't teach Friendliness is mm-hmm. kind of either you are or you aren't. True, right? And I just feel like at that price point, just so often, if I was in LA or San Francisco, like you just wouldn't be greeted, or the person who was dropping a thousand dollars got all the attention, and you're just 
you saved up your hundred or $200 and you want to get a cute sweater and like, you're just brushed to the side. Cause there's bigger, more important customers. Like and every person's important and everyone should be greeted and everyone should feel great in your change room and great in your store. Yeah. I relate to that so much because I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but with BLFT, I truly view every customer as an individual and you know, these people work so hard for their money. Yes. And for them to part with their dollars at our stores, that mm-hmm. means a lot to me. I mean, we have teachers, we have, you know, we have all types of women that come shop with us and you too. And it's like, we don't know what's going on in their life. It could be the one thing that they're doing to treat themselves or, and it just, it means so much to me. So, and I know that it does to you too, as well as what you're saying. So yeah, it, I think it goes a long way. Yeah. It's like, I'm just, this is inspiring me so much, even just like sitting here. And this is why all three of us are friends is because the goal is making people feel better about themselves and giving them the service that they deserve. Right. And maybe it's comes from our experience of being treated poorly or yeah. having that feeling of like, wow, I just, you know, spent my hard earned money at this store and I and feel no one like cared. Yeah. no one cared. And I feel like it wasn't enough. Yeah. You know, and that's not okay. Do you wonder if it's because we were athletes and we were in that competitive environment with other women where it was like, you start to have weird body image things. Like for me, that's a big part of it is like my mental capacity for the way that I was treated by people is been so has been so off for so long. And so I never want to make anybody feel the way that I had have felt in those experiences. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of correlation to that. I mean, being athletes is a whole, it's a whole realm of how we were treated and pushed and especially women in the business, you know, I mean, it's come a long way and I think our kids will be way better off for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's one part, um, that snowboarding was really cool in that sense, because, you know, guys were just doing way bigger tricks and, on at least on the women's side, everyone was so supportive. Like if you land it and you kind of get to know everyone's abilities in every contest you see them at, if you see someone land a trick that you knew they couldn't do at the last competition, even if it meant you just lost the whatever slope style or whatever it was, everyone was so pumped. Everyone was so excited. So I, I guess kind of came into this with like being surrounded or used to that environment of people lifting you or other females lifting you up. And I see it now in bridal, at least with like some of the newer stores, you know, like the stores that I have met, we are each other's cheerleaders. Like I want them to succeed. And, and it seems to be the newer ones, like some of the older stores or stores that have been around, you know, maybe they have an ego or they think they know it all. They probably do know it all, but I'm not here to tear them down. Like I'm here to lift everyone up. There is enough people getting married. There's enough business for everyone. There are so many designers in the world that don't even get into stores because, you know, they don't, they're not known or whatever. Um, so I just like surrounding myself by people that lift you up, whether whether it's in your sport or your business or your life. You know what I mean? Well, and that's what we do for each other, right? Yeah. Having that hype team behind you. The sun shines for everyone. Yeah. 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 There's enough to go around. And if it doesn't call the person who can be the sunshine for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So now what is one thing you hope you can leave your clients with? And we kind of just touched on that, but go ahead. Yeah. Just to kind of summarize, obviously like great service, number one, and then finding a dress that they feel amazing in because when they feel amazing and they're comfortable, they will 
glow from the inside out. I don't want them buying a dress because of some sales tactic. We don't even do that. Um, when you find the one you will shine and, and just, and just roll and, and where you feel completely yourself, like that is, that's the biggest thing. A wedding dress is a huge purchase. And I think there's so much pressure around your wedding dress. You felt it. Oh, right? I hated. I hated every minute of wedding dress. I wanted to, if I could, if I could go back and look at the experience of not only planning a wedding, but the wedding dress itself was the one thing that I had to choose because every other part of my wedding was pretty much planned for me. That would, if I would have really been who I am today then, and had really been encouraged to root Be down person. into myself yeah. and not just say yes to the dress. Yeah. Like there is no way I would have continued forward with the wedding. And that's been the biggest blessing, honestly, of the pandemic is when we had to like reduce the number of people that came, you know, cause we used to get like big groups, six, seven, eight people, yeah. entire bridal parties. So and the then, opinions are just thrown. Yeah. I don't like that one because of blank. And that was it's, me. Re it's really sad to see the opinions being thrown out there before the bride even has a second to take it in and see what she likes about it. So now having the smaller groups and hopefully a, a supportive group, just letting the bride like, and letting the bride see how she feels in that dress. It's not going to fit perfect. It's a right. sample, but like decipher the emotions that she feels yeah. when she looks at herself yeah. in the dress and tune into how you're feeling. Right. The other thing too, is brides will come in obviously all the time with like their Pinterest boards or whatever. And, um, best story I had like a friend of mine that she wanted to be a Rue Descend bride, like more than anything. She loved Rue. This was like five years ago when it was on the up and not like how, like how it's everywhere now. But anyways, she went in determined to do that and be that kind of bride. And then the dresses are great. They're all beautiful. Like so many designs are beautiful, but she tried on this other like left field thing and she felt amazing in it. Totally not the style she thought she would have, but she's like, I felt like, I felt the, my most beautiful self. I felt like a Greek goddess. And oh, for a, like, not every female can listen to herself. She's a strong woman. And she's like, that's what, that's my dress. That's the one. But when you get all these other opinions, if you're kind of like a little shyer or a little weaker and like what you want, you'll get skewed by what other people are telling you. And you don't like stay true to what, how you felt in the dress. If you feel amazing in that dress, you are going to look beautiful on your wedding yes. day. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's, you have to look at it in pictures for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, and the people that you bring to your bridal appointment are the people whose opinions you care about the most in your life. Yeah. You and know, by the way, your mom has a completely different idea of what she wants her daughter to look like on her daughter's wedding day. Like what I learned the most was that that was my mom's wedding. So the next time I get married, it's going to be my wedding. Really? But like, it melts my heart the most when I see a mom being like, you look beautiful. It might not have been her style. Maybe it's a two piece. Yeah. And like, that is like not what mom's generation wore. But, um, when I see a mom just melt and say, you look beautiful. I'm just like, oh, it's the best. I love this mom. My mom was so cool like that. Yeah. She was the best. Every dress I put on, she'd be like, she wouldn't say anything. Just be like, what? and I'd be like, no, I need direction. Like yeah. I have no idea. And listen, not everyone's mom's going to be like that. We've right. definitely had where a bride is nervous about her mom's opinion. So she'll actually come in and almost do a pre-appointment by herself. Wow. And then smart on that day, 
we're your champion. Like if you know, like mom's going to hate your favorite dress, that's where we come in. That's That's where my stylists are on your team. We're going to navigate this together. We're going to make mom fall in love with it. Where can you get that anywhere else? I've never heard of that. That is so incredible, Nat. And I will say too, okay, so what are your thoughts on, because now we're just in bridal space. So like, as far as like, like I think about mine and like my mom is incredible and it supports me like 1000% and is like the most incredible person in my life. So I just want to like clarify that. Like, but my mom was in a direct competition with my mother-in-law at the time. So oh. whatever my mother-in-law said, my mom was like, fuck that. I had that with my sister. And said the opposite. Yeah. So it was like this weird dynamic intense. of like my mother-in-law-to-be wanted me to be in like a lace, long-sleeved, high-neck situation, like fully covered. And my mom was like, that's not my daughter You're just caught in the crossfire. Yeah. And then my mom is like, I want her to like, my mom wanted me to like really express myself. And I had been really, we go, we're not going to get into this now, but like, I was not myself then. So even my mom was confused as to like, what does she want? Like, I don't even know what she wants. She's not even herself. That makes it hard. Yeah. And and that's where we actually spend time training with me and my employees on how to navigate those waters, whether it's like having a team powwow with the bride as we're in the fitting room with her, getting her in and out of the dresses or just trying to tune into what she really wants. Cause then we'll go to bat for her. Yeah. And if that means somehow navigating mother-in-law or opinionated sister or best friend, we go to bat for the bride. Um, we are team bride all the way. I love that. So cool. That's so important. What about the person who's writing the check for the dress? Well, sometimes we don't always know that, um, until they say yes. Um, you'll, because that's like some sort of power. You'll if, get a hint of that, especially if it's mom yeah, um, or mother-in-law. Yeah. So yeah, that can be a different dynamic. Yeah. I think that the bride tends to kind of put that on herself. Maybe she'll share it with us. Maybe she won't. But, um, if she's constantly trying to get someone's approval, that might be the case. Uh, but yeah. Sounds like before you go in for your bridal appointment, you really need to be like rooted into yourself and like feel comfortable. Right. And also like go see Natalie. Well, yeah, go and see we try and we check in with them. Like they do, like they fill out a form ahead of time. Um, if there's anything, like if they seem hesitant about any of the questions, we'll call them often. If you know, someone in your group is going to be like that, we'll often get a call or like somehow they'll mention it and we'll reach out to the bride and be like, okay, how can we best help you? So, Wow. That is amazing. That's like the service that I've never even heard of. So that's so cool in that. So if you're looking for a bridal. Yeah. So if, yeah, if you have any questions about being a bride, you know where to go. Slide into the DMs, Moonlight Lace. (laughs) At Moonlight Lace. All right, so you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I wanna talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada, and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great grandparents started Murdoch's Western wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. 
We were raised in this amazing state and we watched in Nevadans' ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not gonna lie, I have full body chills right now because you hit so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's Hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch'sHatsInApparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all. Okay, so on to some more questions. What is something you wish you were better at? <sighs> Probably not having ADD. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome <laughs> to the club. No, welcome to guys, the show. <laughs> no, I heard you guys say that, like just being better at like starting a project and finishing it. Because yeah. I'll start something and then I'll get on something else and get on something else. So when I heard you guys say that in one of your episodes, how you know, just starting a project and finishing it. I'm like, I need to be mindful and do that. Yeah. A billionaire. I think it was Jeff Bezos. I always talk about him, but he has this role called touch it once. So if you get a text message and you need to reply to that and you have read it, yeah. deal with it right then. Yeah. Touch everything once. Oh, I'm fucking doing that from here on out. I try, but I don't. Cause I'm like, ah, blackout, blackout, blackout. <laughs> I, I am can't the deal with this. I'm the queen of like, I'm so bad that I'm like, if this isn't urgent, I will just mark it unread. And then it'll be unread for like a week and a half. And I'm like, how do, wh whoopsies. Yeah. So that's something I try to work Christian on. Christian knows he's like nodding aggressively in the corner. He's like, yep, I've been on unread for a week and a half. No, Christian is, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> um, okay. On, so things get hard in business. Obviously Nat, you've been through some valleys. What keeps you going? What's your why? Um, just, just getting to that point of having a bride feel amazing and comfortable in her dress. Uh, Cause when you see her relax in it and her face light up, that's, that's all that matters. It's so cool. I feel like no wonder we're friends <laughs> and we became friends the first time we met. Yeah. But I mean, that's what BLFT that's your is why for BLFT confidence yeah. through clothing, right? Is yeah. making a woman feel confidence in what they have on and yeah. like, you're doing it yeah. for the bit, like the biggest day of their life. Like, you know, I mean, I don't want to put so much emphasis on a wedding, but it really is. I think that the person that you marry is the single most important decision of your life because you are hitched to them and they influence your every single day. You're, you know, and so you are helping that person on the most important day. So that's yeah. so crazy and cool. Yeah. No, I think it's so incredible. Okay. So we have some rapid fire questions for you, Nat. These are my favorite. These are my favorite too. And I'm ready. I'm like, literally, you just said that like sweet word at the end. And I was like, fuck me. Like I just a little triggered by that moment. Okay. Now. Sorry. Well, no, we're getting into rapid pew, pew, pew. <laughs> you're good. Let's do some rapid fire. Let's make me uncomfortable again. Um, can I start the rapid fire? Yeah. Girl, why are you asking permission? This is your show. <laughs> it's our show. Together as one. <laughs> Together as one. If you could go back would you do it again? Like exactly the same. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. the answer we like. Yeah. Nice. If you could do anything else, what would you do? Okay. This is going to be like left field. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> and before this experience, I would have said something else, you know, I'm sure like something entrepreneurial, like if you have that in you, that's just always what you're like motivated towards. But 
when I had my son, <laughs> honestly, truly, I was like, if I had to, if I had to go back to school or something, I think I'd become a delivery nurse. Wow. It's like the coolest. I mean, it's a talk about a life changing moment in that in like a couple's life or their history, you know right. what I mean? To be in the room for that moment. And like your doctor just shows up for the, like the big show, but your nurse is with you for all the labor checking on you every hour or whatever. Like I still remember my delivery nurse and wow. she made it amazing for me. So yeah, I don't know. I could see you being so good at that. And like, you know what I just realized as a whole about you that I didn't think I realized until today, like in this moment, you have no issue being under and involved in the most intense moments of life. Like from doing a <laughs> and trick. remaining cool as a freaking cucumber. Like seriously. Throughout the entire thing. Like, you think about snowboarding. It's like you were fucking in the air nailing tricks. And then like. <laughs> She's like over this huge tree, this stump. I was like, damn. Yeah. In this picture. Like out of control doing those things. And then when you think about that as like. I mean, you really are on the path that you're supposed to be in because to me, the pressure of like having to be involved in the biggest day of someone's life gives me anxiety. Yeah. But doing the little things every day for me to like make people live intentionally and like make them feel their best selves every single moment of every single day, like that to me doesn't seem so intense because I would hate to ruin a moment with my foul mouth and <laughs> outrageous behavior, but you are so calm. And that's like, I think what makes the trifecta so strong is like, you are so calm. Like she you is. are so calm under pressure. I feel pressure selling a shacket. So yeah, I feel pressure sitting here right now. <laughs> no, I definitely chair. get stress. I definitely get stress, but I don't take it into the a bridal appointment. You know, you kind of leave it at the door, like leading up to an event or something. I definitely get stressed. Like, right. Yeah. Don't talk to me. I think that's thing. natural. Yeah. yeah. But the delivery nursing, that is really cool in that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. They just I could see you fitting into that role. I could too, 100%. Again, maybe it's kind of like not a high, I mean, yeah, labor is stressful, but being that cool or that calm person and just like keeping the mom like. Well, and the risk. Even this heal. is this person's whole entire life and you're bringing a new life into the world and things don't always go. Yeah. That's know. a part I don't know. I'd probably have a hard time. Yeah. I, I, it's heavy. I mean, but. Yeah. Okay. okay. But being there for another life moment, I guess that kind of fits That's along with right. bridal. Yeah. Yes. Being there for that life moment. Yeah. Not know, everybody can, can do that. No. I just some people avoid your, that. I just want to be part of your biggest day in life. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> All right. Name one high of the last year and one low. Uh, high will probably for sure be like celebrating our two year just to make it to that milestone. Oh, it was two year. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Sorry. Blackout. It's all good. Um, and then one low, like thinking about it, honestly, I feel like maybe we don't talk about it en enough as business owners. It was situational, like the smoke in August and September, like, yeah, it was terrible for everyone. Like you yeah. didn't want to leave your house, but then the repercussions of that as a business owner that did have seasonal pieces, had summer dresses, summer prints. And then you're looking at that in, in October, November, you're like, oh my gosh, like retail just stopped for us in yeah. August when the weather turned. And so the financial tie to that, you know what I mean? Being stuck with that inventory, it was like, it was a low that I lost sleep over. And like, still I look at some summer pieces, not like a swimsuit that you know, can be bought year round, but just like our very like summery prints that I'm like, 
Oh my gosh, that's what happens when there's no sales yes. in August and September. I God, feel you in that's something that we haven't talked about is like financials and risk. Yeah. And we, that's huge in a business. And that is what keeps me up at night as well, Nat. And I felt that really intensely yeah. as well. Yeah. I feel that all the time. I mean, we talked about it on the last podcast, like December wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And it's right. like, I'm sitting in the financials of like, well, I didn't have inventory right. because my stuff was held up because of manufacturing and overseas. And so like, and there's, deliveries at the point, like LA, there was no getting things off the ship. Like there's so many variables that's where, like, it's out of your control. Yeah, like, right. That's out of your control. Smoke's out of our control. Yeah. Right. But those things. are the variables that play into like our business yep. yeah. and we are left to deal with the fallout. So how cool is it that we continue to work every single day towards this goal, having faith that it's all going to work out when there's absolutely zero guarantee at the end of the day yeah. that there's not going to be this huge, crazy variable like smoke or like freaking no glass. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. There's just something within us that's driving us forward. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Okay. You- so here we go. How do you take care of yourself? Ooh. Um, well, I started training with Laura, Laura Durst, shout out to training nice. with Laura. Um, she's so that, a beautiful creature. That's I just follow her. Great. Um, nice. I just started like a month or two ago getting my nails done, which sounds so stupid, but, um, it's like, it's, it's a little treat. It's an hour treat. And I love the result. I never thought I'd be a nail person, but like, I just love going there and seeing what she creates. You guys are both inspiring me with your nails. Right Honestly, now. Britain, so we're pretty. getting you on. Even if my girlfriend has to do your nails, like there, I'm a little boy. Fun. I've always been a little but boy. I was with my like nails. that forever. Yeah. Now I like, can't get enough of it. Your nails can like make you feel like a different person. I feel claustrophobic. I want to pick them off. Mm, okay. I'll help you with that. You guys. Okay. But then daily, I think I think you guys mentioned it on one of your podcasts, but we do no phones from like six to eight and the oh, winter yeah. is probably like five to seven. Yeah. There's no getting a hold of that after hours. <laughs> well, no, when I get home, it's just like our kind of rule. Like I go plug in, my husband does the same. Like we plug in our phones on our night table upstairs in our bedroom, because if it's in the kitchen, you'll look at it. Yeah. You'll look at it. It's like so addictive. Like you don't need, you pick it up and you hit Instagram. You don't even mean to. Like, yeah. So just ha- taking it away has been so great. And that's where like on the flip side, like touch it once, like I'll read it. And if it's a text or an email, I'm like, can I respond to this tomorrow? Like, does it need to take me away from my family? Cause my son goes to bed early. Right. So those out mm-hmm. that hour or two is so precious with him. I can't have distractions of emails or texts. We are running out of time. So we're going to burn through these okay. really quick. Okay. Um, what's the funniest thing that has happened in your business? That's Oh, that's a tricky. Honestly, I can't think of one funny moment. Just probably my new manager is so hilarious and witty. She has like me and my other employee like in stitches laughing all the time. I love her time. so much. She has me awesome. laughing all the time. <laughs> What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Ooh. Uh, Who is your celeb crush? This is so funny based on your guys, what you were talking about in your intro, but I would have to say Rip or Casey from oh, Yellowstone. 10 out of 10 would. Give me Rip. <laughs> Literally, that's all I wanted for Christmas, and I'm a little disappointed I didn't get it. So, um, What's a book that has changed your life? Um, this one, I, I know I've told you, Britt, on the phone. Yeah. Um, but Dr. Amen's change your brain, change your life. Um, it just talks about like, especially for me as an athlete, having had concussions and just like, just people struggling with mental health. Uh, it just addresses so many things in that book. And it just helps me understand other people better on top of like understanding my brain. So yeah. highly recommend it. I still need to read that book. What is your hype song right now? 
I don't know. Like I, if I need a hype song, like I'm going somewhere to get pumped up, I probably go to like an old playlist and we have like a top five playlist from Tahoe summers like years ago, but probably anything Justin Bieber, like on my way here, I needed to put on a song. So I put on Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran. I don't care. So that's always a good oh, one. Oh, hell yeah. Love that. Gets me shoulder dancing. If you could give one piece of advice to someone starting out, what would it be? Okay. Um, if it was like early days, like just in the ideas, I would say do your research on the industry, try and work in that field, volunteer, do an intern, like whatever, like get, make sure you love it. But if you're already in it and your money's invested and you're going forward, um, kind of what I said, like surround, surround yourself by people that believe in you mm-hmm. because there's always going to be negative people. How many times did I hear it? Like people aren't getting married anymore. No one's buying wedding dresses. Like you have to tune it out and just keep charging forward. Cause you have to be in 110%. Yes. I could not agree with that more. I mean, seriously. And I love that you gave the two perspectives because yes. there's nothing They're different phases. Right. And having your people by your I mean, you guys are my people having your people by your side as you go through these experiences. Like it, there's you have to be with like-minded people who push you forward. Right. And how many times did you say, like, question yourself, doubt yourself? Um, should I do this? I shouldn't do this. Maybe they're right. Yeah. yeah. No, something within you has to keep going. Your mind is an evil thing sometimes. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, all our social is at Moonlight Lace Boutique. But in case, you know, the social goes down, you can always get us on our website, MoonlightLace.com. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you brought that up. We do events with Nat all the time. She's at our ladies night, uh, events. And if you guys need event wear, if you guys need the swimwear, accessories. if you guys need accessories, if you guys need a freaking wedding dress, you know where to go. <laughs> go see Nat. Yep. And if you guys are looking for us, you know where to find us, follow along at Brit on blast and find us at BLFT Reno and Haven and flux. If you guys like the show, please subscribe review us is great too. Spotify yeah, download and iTunes. review. Natalie, thank you so much for being here. You are, you. You, are you, you. <laughs> you are a treat. You are soul food. You are good for yes. us. <laughs> yes. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>